This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 550, Spotlight on Star Trek Discovery, part 2. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans podcast. This is episode 550. It's our Spotlight on uh, Star Trek Discovery, uh, episode 2. Because now we're doing, the, the, like, it's our second episode of coverage, and we're talking about the finale of season one. I'm joined by my frequent Star Trek co-host. Uh, Tibor Mates. You're going to call yourself Star Trek Mate? No, it's a, uh, whatever. I hope you are. <laughs> Star Trek Mate. Um, so yesterday was the premiere of the, the finale. Yeah. Which is a weird juxtaposition of words, but okay, so now the first season is over. We know the second season is coming. Yeah. Um, so I, do you want to talk about the episode first, or just the season on a whole, or, or all at the same time? I don't know. Where, where do you want to start? With, like, um, I mean, the last time we talked about this... Was the premiere. Yeah, like on podcast. I mean, we've talked a little bit here and there, but not a whole lot. No. Well, I, so that's interesting. So you actually listened to a lot of our conversation before we even sat down. Yeah, I decided to re-listen to the, 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 you know, when we first looked at it. We've only saw, seen the first two episodes, right? Mm-hmm. Which was essentially a two-hour pilot. Well, not they, a pilot, a prologue. Yeah, prologue. Because yeah. we didn't really get a sense. Like although now looking back, like we definitely got a sense of characters like Saru and like that. Some of that still mattered. Yeah, I know it was a um, some, a lot of a bunch of those characters carried over, but a lot of it didn't. I, I still feel that yeah, it was like a dragged out episode. They could have been it could have been a bit tighter. You know, uh, I think it could have been like ten minutes. I think in the in the old days that would have been the opener. Yeah, well, you know, like that two hours could have been like it would have been very condensed, obviously, but it would have been like the cold open. Yeah, back in the day, like back in Picard's day, <laughs> that was the cold open. Now we get two hours of of, of an entire episode, and each episode is longer than the, the standard forty minutes, too, right? Like, isn't it? I think it's slightly longer, yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, but you know, like on on we get it on cable, right? So it's a, we have commercials in there. Yeah. So I, I'm not sure, actually. I'd have to look at, like... i, I got to check the running time. I don't know. I don't no, even pay attention does, to that. CBS All Access... Uh, this is a question I can't even answer, but... Does it have uh, commercials piped in? I don't know. I, that I'm not sure. I feel like it might have something. Like... I think on Crave TV, like, because we get it streamed on Crave TV after, like, there's no commercials, right? So Oh, really? That must yeah. be an interesting... I, I, I'm curious, because, like, we are... In Canada, we actually have a, cha- a chance to watch it on TV. Like, yeah. Traditional TV. We don't need a, an extra service. Um, but but we have commercials, whereas it'll be interesting to see how the pacing of the show works without well, the commercials. The other thing I noticed, too, is we get the previously on Star Trek Discovery, oh, which yeah. I feel like is kind of dumb if it's for a streaming service. Now, I don't know if that's on there or not. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think, even though it's, I mean, you could be binging them all, but you might not be. No, for sure, yeah. Like, But it's still kind of, you know, it's kind of funny that it's on there, considering yeah. it's a streaming service. The only thing that always, and this is true of any show both good and bad sometimes about having previously on is that they always sometimes there'll be that thing you're like why does that matter but the fact that oh yeah because then they're leading towards it's yeah. gonna matter yeah no I know it like foreshadows it yeah and that's yeah. kind of disappointing right it can be annoying yeah like, for sure yeah it's just it's one of those just things just let it be like let, let me get to it and actually yeah. figure it out that that's important like, I think there was an episode of, like The Flash last week and they showed me a recap and I'm like I don't even remember what season that part was from and I'm like I guess they're going to use that. This thing. is coming back. Yeah, yeah and then Heads but, they, up. but they gave it no lip service. It was more like it was just like used, like yeah. without a thought. I'm like, oh, I guess they wanted me to remember because otherwise they were not going to explain it at all. Yeah, that's gonna they happen. were just going to run ahead with it. Yeah. Um, so just talking about how like the first episode was, you know, two hours, mm-hmm. and there was not a whole lot there. In contrast to the finale, I feel like we got. Way too much shit condensed into one hour. Mm-hmm. That should have been probably two hours. Absolutely. Right? Like, they set this whole war up in the first two episodes. 
And then they write it off in like a few sentences, pretty much in oh, this yeah. episode. Well, even even at the end of, of the first half of the season, like it, they definitely made it seem like, oh, well, they they took out the only Klingon we knew, like the the, right, the, the only real house that we knew that was yeah. orchestrating all the attacks. They did their crazy million jumps BS, and then they figured out a way to kind of crack the war, and then they disappear for a while, and then they come back and. Yeah, then when they finally figure out in this episode how they end the war, it doesn't feel earned because it just feels like that's how they did it? Yeah, it was really, I don't know, I, like I thought it was a cheap cop-out. Like, you know, it was like, okay, well, this first season's going to be about the war, so we got to end this damn war now, yeah. right? And it was almost like, well, then why did we waste so much time in the mirror universe? Not that yeah. the mirror universe wasn't fun and interesting in some ways. It was probably one of the more interesting parts of the show in some ways. Well, like, propping up Laurel could have been its own, like, season. You know, trying to like, you know, how do we fix? The oh yeah, for war? sure. And she spent the whole second half of the season sitting in a friggin' brig, yeah. doing nothing. Well, and also because <laughs> they needed the character, but they didn't know what to do with the well, character. Also doing the weird kind of mystical. Like, what was she doing? That scientific expo- thing on? Oh, well, she was. Brain? She, yeah, she was trying to make sure that he wasn't suffering. It, right? it looked like like mumbling. Well, no, mumbling. I guess it was like yeah, it was. That's new technology. I guess was the idea. She's doing some sort of. Like brain surgery in a way or something, but no one right? else could have done it. Like, and there's nothing in there that made me think she was like a qualified neuroscientist. Yeah, I know for sure. But I guess the idea was that like she, religious she zealot. Was, yeah, but she was there when they like changed him, right? It's a uh, which also, yeah. Okay, I guess we should talk about the finale first, and then get back and, and then get back to the rest of the, the season. Yeah. Like the fact that you have the this mirror universe version of um, Giorgio. Just kind of allowed to leave. Well, that, that bothered me too. Yeah, we're just going to let her walk away, and and what? She's <laughs> like brutally dangerous. Yeah, exactly. Like she's proven on multiple occasions that she's dangerous. Also, Starfleet decides to let her be the captain so that nobody knows who she is, which was also so bizarre. Like I don't well, know. That felt extra bizarre because it wasn't like they put her on a different ship. Like this is a ship where a bunch of people have already seen her. Yeah, that's like, like the transporter guys, like basically everyone high level. I think Tilly knew. Like a lot of people knew. No, already. Tilly doesn't know until it's a. Um, she's in the the, oh. re- the ready room, sort of like okay. there. But like people or, knew. I guess conference room. That what's it? And then even like it just felt very weird. And even the at the end of the last episode before the finale, where she's going onto the onto the um, what's it called the, the the bridge when you had the looks of like Saru and Burnham I felt like they played it wrong because I felt like they both know what's up but they made it look like they're yeah, like, like they didn't know what was yeah, going on you know like, I know it was a weird it was a weird choice obviously yeah. know what's going on you're talking about the second last episode here yeah, right sorry, at the very end episode. yeah no absolutely yeah it looked weird it was like even me it threw me off was I was like are they being for real now for a second is sort of what I was thinking is like, is she actually not dead? Yeah. Uh, or like, is it the obvious that she's the mirror universe version, yeah. right? Jojo does look better with her hair up than the weird straightened look for the emperor. Ah, whatever. I mean, it just didn't bother me either way. It was a, um, I mean, it was an interesting way to bring back the character in a way, but they didn't really do much with her. Like, well, I don't know. I, I, here's the thing, right? Like, like hiring her to blow up the Klingon world. Again, it's so on Starfleet. Like, it's just so... Yeah. Like, I get it that they're super desperate is the idea. Well, here's the thing, right? So you have the Admiral. It takes one speech for her to go, oh, shit, you're right. Yeah, no, I know. You know, she committed to, like, genocide. 
like it's, this isn't like we're going to take out a ship. We're going to do some. This isn't like Cisco kind of you know. Well, I guess, they, and doing I guess some, she got really desperate when they saw the the star base there that they thought was going to be okay. I get it, but like there is a big difference between genocide. Yeah, wiping out the entire Klingon homeworld. Is, you know, like you know. kind of like it's interesting because again, Cisco has always been like the one who did the dirty, right? Like he's of all the kind of the Starfleet people. Yeah, but like in. In um, in DS Nine, he was attacking the Maquis specifically, right? Yeah. So the, when he released that um, that pathogen into the or the biogenic weapon yeah. into the atmosphere, it was only against humans. The like Cardassians mm-hmm. could still survive on that planet, yeah. right? And he was just basically turning over that sp- that planet to the Cardassians. Yeah. Is what he was doing. Yeah, it's like it's pretty ballsy, and he maybe should have gotten court-martialed for that, right? Yeah. Like. But you know he had a he was doing it for a purpose. He wasn't like wiping out an entire people. He was trying to get them off that planet to yeah. like create peace in the in the in the long run. It wasn't genocide. Nah, yeah, you're not wiping out an entire race. Like Starfleet knowingly, and not only that, but it's like this. you didn't think this could go wrong with like you're trusting this person. Like there's no reason to trust her. Like. Although, if you're going to trust anyone, she is kind of the right person because she's a bloodthirsty monster. I know, but, like, why does she even care? You know what I mean? Like, it, she has no, like... True. She could just fuck off at any point in the mission and just be like, fuck you, Sayonara, and have this crazy weapon. So, speaking of... So, at, when they land on Kronos, fucking piss me off this weird, like, black market kind of humans living on Kronos. I'm sorry. I don't buy it. Like, on the throne world, there's no fucking way that this is just happening. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, I didn't, that didn't bug me so much that there's, like, this, like, sort of black marketish area of the Like, the, like I, I, first of all, where are the Klingons? There's not enough Klingons in this. Yeah, it did seem a little, uh, I mean, you see them around, but they didn't, uh, they didn't seem to be, like, the dominant, like, no. species in that space. It felt like it was more... Maybe like, they don't hang out there because it's so weird, and I don't know. But, but like, like, it just, it just felt like I can understand one of the, kind of, outer worlds... Of their empire, but like I felt like for Kronos, yeah, it just didn't feel right. Like I, I just I didn't buy it, and yeah, it, yeah. and it felt the staging of it too felt very like we found a back lot somewhere. Like it didn't feel it didn't even feel alien enough. The whole yeah, I mean I don't know Let's I don't see. know like I don't know what I expected, but it just didn't feel like Kronos from anything we've ever seen. Not that they care about that, but it just it didn't feel like Kronos. Um, I guess having the weird kind of stripper show, I guess. Yeah, I like putting the Orions in there. Yeah, that's it. I mean, which is fine. Again, this, you know, do you remember? And I remember this recently. I watched it. Remember, like the the pilot of Enterprise, and they went on to that kind of like weird. Yeah, they had that like sort of strip club. And remember that was really pushing the boundaries at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for TV it was. Yeah, right. For all regular TV. And then I watched this, and I'm like, I'm not titillated. It's just weird and excessive. Yeah, like, like it didn't need to happen. Even Giorgio having her weird like yeah her threesome. threesome. Yeah, like all right, like are you just trying to show me that she's kind of badass. Like I get it. She's the fucking emperor. I got it already. Like she yeah. killed people by like throwing shit around her, you know, her throne room. I get it. I didn't need to know that she you know also has a vivacious sex life. Great. Yeah, you know, like it just felt like those are decisions that didn't. I just thought it was her. weird that like even Burnham in, on that away mission they left Tilly like by herself. Yeah, like what? Like she's a cadet still. Like. Not that she, she hasn't proven that she's actually a valuable member of the crew. She's but, probably the most valuable. And she has the bomb. Well, she doesn't even realize it's a bomb. She thinks it's just a probe at the yeah. time. But still, like, you Ooh, just leave I'm her sorry. on her own. Also, Giorgio knows it's a bomb, so why the fuck would you leave it with Tilly, of all people? Well, that's the thing. Yeah, that, that even makes less sense, right? Like, why? Well, yeah, like, you know, like, it, it was just bizarre. And like, then they had to have that uh, Clint Howard. Um, yeah, I kind of 
I didn't mind him being there, but it was just kind of like, why would she inhale that shit? Yeah. Like, no, not knowing what the hell it is. Well, and, like, and you're then, on an away mission. What is the tone of this episode? Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. Plus, like, is she the only one who's allowed to swear? Because this isn't the first time. She said shit here. She said fuck before. Yeah. Is Tilly the swear person? Like, yeah, again, she's the go-to swear person. Because when she says it, it's funny? Because she's obviously, like, the, the humorous one. Well, yeah, because she's sort of inexperienced, naive. Um, oh, and actually, now that I think about it. Is it just the considering that Tilly had straight hair as a as a mirror universe counterpart, and so did Michelle Yeoh's character? Is it just that's what the women do? They I just straighten their it. hair in the mirror, mirror universe. Apparently, that's it, and they can't see in in light in the light. Yeah, well, that bullshit new thing that they developed. Yeah, what's it again? But not all of them because Yo seemed fine. Well, that's what I mean. They <laughs> <laughs> that's why I really wonder. It was was. Um, Lorca meant to be a mirror universe counterpart the whole time. I think he I, was. I don't think he was. I honestly don't think they were that clever. I think they came up with. No, I think they used the excuse of his eyes. They, I think they wrote that into the mirror universe to make him a mirror universe counterpart. I don't. Know. I actually don't think that they set that up from the beginning. It did feel. You know why they did it? But I here's well, the thing. I just feel like the minute he was ever on the ship, he was the one that felt weird. Like everything oh, else. For sure. Yeah. Right. So I feel like that was always so, the plan. Going into it, I mean, we only saw the first... We never even saw Lorca in the first no, episode. First or the first two episodes, right? So there's, what, 15 episodes in the season? I think, yeah, it was 15 total. So think, he was right? in, like, what, 10, 11, 12 of them? Uh, yeah, like 12, I think. Well, right? he wasn't or in the well, last one or this one. Yeah. So and he wasn't in the first two, so that's 11. Okay, so 11 episodes, yeah. Okay. But anyway, like, going into it, I thought, this is the character I'm going to like the most. Okay. Right? Because I thought, you know, he's a good actor. So he seems like he's, like, from the, from the trailers, mm-hmm. seemed like a good captain. Um, or a, like he seemed like he could portray a good captain. I mean, we got to see. But him. then he ends up being the character that I like the least. Yeah. I was happy that he was the mirror count, uh, Lorca. Yeah, makes sense. But it still doesn't fill in all the gaps for me. Why was his security chief such a piece of shit? Like it was the only character in Star Trek that yeah. like died, and I was happy about it. That's right. Yeah. Like I was actually happy that they got rid of this character because she was such. A douchebag piece of shit. Here's the thing. And then the thing is, not too, everyone's going to be a good. She's person, not the mirror universe. No. So how do they explain that one away? That she is that like you know what I mean? She's so irreprehensible, even more than him in some ways. Yeah. I mean, we didn't see a lot of her, but like she was a piece of crap. Well, you know, people are pieces of shit. No, for sure. But in Starfleet, you'd think that they would like the whole point in Starfleet yeah. is like we weed out that type of behavior, right? Well, it's, it's, it's interesting and, like, to say that too because that reminds me of um, Harlan Ellison's original version of the City on the Edge of Tomorrow. Um, which was which had like a drug dealing yeah. like member of the crew, which obviously did not fit in with Gene Roddenberry's vision. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like you know Starfleet are supposed to be better. Like we don't we don't hire those types of people in Starfleet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's why to me I don't know if Lorca was always meant to be mm-hmm. the mirror version of you know of Lorca. I don't. I wonder if that was their like get out of jail free card. So I have a question. So. Uh, do we like? Do we ever get a real sense of what the timeline is for when Lorca even showed up in our universe? Well, we know that he switched places with the, um, like the prime. Uh, you yeah, know. but at what point? Well, when his ship blew up, right? Do but we, we do don't we, know exactly yeah. when that happened. Yeah. My question about that is: it would have been sometime after the war, though, right? Because I don't know. Well, here's my question and why I ask: because at one of the first times we meet Lorca, he has kind of his his trophy case, right? And he's got like what the Gorn. Yeah, he's got a bunch of stuff there. Yeah, how long did he and how did he yeah, collect all and that he's got stuff? Yeah, got a triple, yeah. which fucking makes no sense. 
but like he's yeah exactly. Like, the triple ended up having no payoff. It was just there to for. But it doesn't make any sense, especially because it's alive too, right? Yeah. How did it not multiply? Yeah. He leaves a fucking bucket of um, yeah. uh, what do you call it? Uh, fortune cookies next to it. Yeah, it's like right. you're gonna have some more triples. Yeah, none of this makes sense. Yeah, but like so that's why I wonder like. Did the Prime Universe version do that, or did the Mirror Universe version? Do yeah, that? they never get into it much. And again, this is what I, I don't understand: is was he ever like? I, do, I honestly don't think they were clever enough to come up with that ahead of time. I'm also curious: like, is Mirror is Prime Lorca alive somewhere? Well, I guess the idea he's he probably died on board his ship, right, is with it? his crew. Yeah. Whereas, like the the Mirror Universe Lorca got the fuck out, and then said uh, ended yeah. up in the in the Prime Universe. Which, again, speaking of the final. I am now happy that seeing the Enterprise and seeing that it's not the Enterprise from the Prime Universe to me makes it official. Okay, so hold this on. is not maybe the I Prime missed universe. something, or maybe I didn't look close enough. So you're saying just the design looks like the yep. Kelvin universe, or what is it? No, I mean they tweaked the design of the Enterprise, you which is ex- fine. You didn't expect them to do that. Well, no. It's a, if it's the Prime Universe, then it should look like it looks in TOS. It doesn't. In every version of Star Trek from yeah. the original series to Enterprise. Any Constitution class looked like the Here's Enterprise. Here's the thing, though. But the, I, no, because I those guess. series are yeah. in the Prime Universe. I, this is now officially, I'm dubbing it, the Burnham tra- timeline. But, but here's the thing. Like, it fits next to the Calvin timeline. I, it's I, the third timeline of Star Trek. Okay, I get why you say that, but yep. I feel like I have to disagree, only because you, you can't have it look like that when you have the discovery it's, it's contemporary. Care. Then don't then don't shoehorn it in ten well, years before Kirk. Well, no, I, I think I don't think they needed to show the Enterprise at all. I think that's a mistake. I, I, I was just like, don't do too. it, don't do it, don't do it. But I feel like like their intent is that it's the prime. I don't care. Okay. To me, the on-screen appearance of the Enterprise as not the Enterprise that we know from the Prime timeline officially for me makes it official. This is the Burnham timeline. I'm kind of, that, that's my I'm tagging okay. it the Burnham timeline. Okay, and I'm good with that. Okay, this is the third timeline. Whatever the fuck happens, I don't care. Okay, a, to me though, it, that officially makes it not the prime timeline. What makes this not the Kelvin? Uh, that's a, well, no, the Enterprise. We know the Enterprise. You, you, they, yeah. you think they refitted that ship into the the yeah. ship from? It's years later. But the thing is, too, we see that ship on the ground being built. As but that's when Kirk was a younger man. Right, but so they retrofitted that Enterprise to look like this Enterprise? It makes even less sense. Well, who knows? It's not the Kelvin timeline. This is the third timeline. Okay. It's the Burnham timeline. Um, last week. You the, heard it here first, the okay. Burnham timeline. When the second last episode was on, and they were okay. talking, and so Kelly has not been watching this. Like, sometimes she'd be on the couch when I was watching, so she'd have to be paying attention okay. to some of it. Not all of it. She didn't miss yesterday's. So when they were talking about mapping the Klingon homeworld and that they were going to show up inside of a volcano or whatever... Kelly's like, T-Wear's going to fucking hate this. Uh, well, again, here's the thing. that, like, So we didn't see the Discovery the last time we talked about this, right? We see the Discovery. They have the fucking mushroom drive. The fucking what is it, you know, yeah. score drive. We can go anywhere. We just yeah. smoke some magic mushrooms. We can go anywhere in the universe. So here's the thing. So after they got back to the Mirror Universe, I'm like, okay, great. We're done with that. But then they build a fucking planet. Like, the, did they terraform a planet to use? Oh, its juice? yeah. Well, this is what I like. These guys. There's no limits in this universe. No. You know what I mean? How did they we do? We can they, travel anywhere. They terraformed in like five minutes. Exactly. It's so stupid. We got rid of all the spores. But that was great. I was happy they were done. And then they they're like, oh, oh no no. no. Well, here was the thing. Like I thought in the mirror universe, this is how they're going to get rid of the spore drive. Yeah. 
And then it oh, turned yeah, out that it would have destroyed everything, though. It would have destroyed the entire... Done. Which was stupid. I thought it was going to be a good way yeah. to get rid of the spores and get on with, like, you know, why they don't exist in the future. That's another thing. Why the fuck does this spore drive not exist later on in time? So I have a question Are we well. ever going to get an explanation? Who knows? So, again, we don't know when Lorca showed up in the Prime Universe, but my... I don't think it really matters that well, much. Well, here's my question. Like, would Stamets have done that research without Lorca ever being involved? Yeah, no, he's been working on the sport drive for a long time. But how long has his has Lorca been involved with that? Because like obviously in the in the mirror universe, well, I think Lorca Lorca knew that that could be a a key to yeah, and Lorca's trying to get back to his universe. That's why he did the jump. Well, that's why I was wondering, like, like okay, not to again, I'm going to reference a show you haven't actually seen, but in the Flash. They had this whole I idea. I've seen it, but I don't follow. Like I, I know. Well, there was, it right there was a whole season length. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Like, cool. like an episode would not have given you this. Yeah. But there was a whole idea that there was a character from the future who fought the Flash, ended up stuck in the past, and had to live out life. But anyway, he engineered events to create the Flash years earlier than it was originally supposed to in his original timeline. Yeah, so okay. he was manipulating it. So I'm just curious, like, did Lorca kind of do that as well with Stamets? I think so, partially because it's a, the whole thing with the jumps was, yeah, it will work to figure out the cloak. But it also gave him enough information to get back to the mirror universe. And then he cons him into yeah. making that final jump, sort of. Which right? was he plays cool, because that makes which sense. Which was a well-played by Lorca, right? It was a, like, some stuff in the season worked. Like even no, for sure. There's some things that worked really well, but overall, like, like there's a lot of loose writing. Like, Stamets being trapped in like that coma was actually kind of cool. I thought they were going to get into, like, maybe, like, um, when I first, when he, when he falls out of the chamber... And his eyes are sort of gray. I thought they were going to maybe go get into like uh, the first uh, where no man has gone before. Yeah, like Gary Mitchell and stuff. Which yeah. in one way, okay, great. They didn't go that route, but it sort of alluded to that. I thought that was some cool stuff. I mean, and again, there were some surprises along the way. I've mentioned before off podcast that killing the doctor. I still was. I was. I was. Yeah, shocked. no, I didn't see that coming. Out of, um, like I, I find I don't get surprised by a lot on the show. Like a lot of it's like, yeah, okay, I kind of saw that coming. Yeah, that's true. A lot of it is is pretty thing. And then the other thing is with the, all the cliffhangers. It's like it's getting kind of boring, yeah. Because it's like, okay, we're cliffhanger. Like, do you even know where you're going with this, though? Like, I feel like sometimes they don't even know where they're going with it, and that's why I'm I'm almost convinced that Lorca was not meant to be mm. the mirror universe version of himself. That somewhere know. along the way they but they, figured, they broke this all. Like, I feel like they must have known. I don't. I almost feel like they're not clever enough. Like, they read the online forums, and, and, and somebody was like, oh, shit, that's like a good they, idea. I feel like they knew where they were going. Like they, they obviously Did they, knew. even with this war, though? Like, the way well, they wrapped it up? I don't think they like, knew about that. I think they kind of realized, oh, we should probably get rid of this. But I think they, <laughs> yeah, Right, but I mean, like... But I feel like they always knew I they were going like to the mirror universe. I feel they should have kept the war going, at least to, like, have a proper conclusion, or mm-hmm. drop one of the mirror universe episodes to at least have room I to finish I feel like maybe the they probably. thought they were going to keep the war going, and they are like, you know what, we should probably... Do something else in season two. Yeah, I don't know. And then we end with the Enterprise, though, really? Fuck, like, another stupid know. cliffhanger with no, like, you know, Captain Pike. Who's going to be Captain Pike? Are they going to get Greenwood to do it? Which I think would work if they did. But I doubt like, that they would. I think that would be more he'd, clever. He'd be too old. Well, that's true, too. He's kind of a they bit older. But you could de-age him a little with makeup or whatever. Yeah, but they don't have a movie budget. But, well, yeah, they do. They've had a pretty damn good budget on this thing. That's they, one thing that the production yeah, values are pretty damn good. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. But, I don't know. Like, I would have been more shocked if they'd been like, the Enterprise, it's April. Yeah, that's true. We've never seen Because we've never really seen but that at all. Again, these time, this timeline shoehorning this thing into, you know, fit in. I don't it, know, whatever. Well, here's my question, too. Like, I, I feel like, why bought... Okay, I read like a, brief, a little bit of an interview, and they're like, "Yeah, like the, the Enterprise is going to be around next season, but like it's not going to be about the Enterprise." And I'm like, "Okay, but like, how awkwardly are you going to make this that we don't ever see Spock?" 
Well, that's the other thing too. Yeah, Spock's like, on the ship. Right, he's with Captain Pike. Yeah, like how do you? Or are we going to see Spock? Well, they made it sound like. And they then are we not going to see? Like, is it like, going to be another actor? Like yet he's going to be there but not mentioned. I'm like, well, that's fucking awkward. Why even get yourself into that situation? No, it's true. Like, I almost feel in some ways you should have just left the Enterprise alone. Yeah, well, like, absolutely. Yeah. I didn't need. Like, I honestly almost forgot it was well, even I, in service for the I'm, ten years. I bet before. there was a bunch of people that were like, "Oh my god, the Enterprise!" Now I got to watch next season. I mean, it's okay. Let's be honest. It's cool if you do something cool with it. Yeah, but. <laughs> As we've seen with a lot of things, they just kind of, like, drop ideas. Yeah. They don't always go through with things and, like, you know, well, they don't think things through. I, there's no way that they have an idea exactly where they're going to They have loose ideas. Yeah. The mirror universe. The yeah. whole throne ship thing. Yeah, that thing was annoying. It was so a bit ridiculous. My, my read on, the like, the Terrans, they're not supposed to be as advanced. Well, like, I think like the idea is that they have technology because they've annexed it from other species, like... Yeah, right? but that, that doesn't even feel like. But that ship right. was a bit ridiculous. It was way too big. It was like, way too big. Very Star Wars esque, you know. But th- they don't care about the rules of Star Trek. This is no. this is their version again. And again this is I, the Burnham timeline. Like I said before, off podcast, which I should stop doing, <laughs> is that um, the the fact that Giorgio was the emperor, although it made a lot of sense from a storytelling perspective, it also made the world really small. No, for sure, yeah, that, like, all the counterparts are like, right, right yeah, there. Like, like, it made the whole universe so tiny that yeah. all these characters connected. It's the Star Wars effect of, like, you know, yeah. it's this one family, this guy. Yeah, was, like, which is yeah. cool, but also really limiting because yeah. everything is so connected that for sure. you don't feel like it's a universe anymore. Yeah. You know, and, like, and yes, that was always kind of true, but, like, now that, like, the Emperor, like, every, everyone of note, like, it's one thing when everyone's kind of fated to be together, but they're different. That's yeah. fine. But yeah. now that you have, like, the Emperor and she's Giorgio, I'm like, really? Like, yeah, I know you're right. It, it does, to be it does make it smaller. It makes a lot of sense from a character standpoint. And again, the idea there, the fact that at the very end, Giorgio just walks away, felt like it didn't pay off anything. Well, that, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. if... if, if Burnham, I just can't imagine Starfleet just well, being like, okay, go if ahead. If Burnham <laughs> had had to kill Giorgio... That would have been a actually, really yeah, that would have been, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Like, to actually stop her from doing. She saved her because she felt guilt about her own Jojo. Yeah. So then having to kill her, being responsible for her death in the original, and now actually literally being the one to do it, that would have been something. Yeah, you're right. That would have been a much yeah, and a much better way to end the character. You don't have all this loose end. There's no loose end, and this is almost like I felt like oh well, we can bring Michelle Yeoh back again. Well, and it's interesting too because the whole point like of this was that Burnham was. The you know the dissenter you know the the person yeah. that he mutinied and she was in the wrong yeah and now we're kind of saying no she was in the right all along well no she realizes that she was wrong to have but 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 it does feel like Starfleet feels that, that way her her well Starfleet feels that they can give her back her fucking rank well right which was also ridiculous in my opinion like okay fine you want to recommission her as an officer but. Make her work her way back yeah. up from like and she's, or like she's still did something least. wrong, right? Yeah, like she's still but <laughs> all I guess, is forgiven. But I guess they're like, well, we almost did genocide, so you know, all, yeah, all it's like fair. Our horrible choice that she, you know, said no to. Oh, now, yeah, it, it's so stupid. It's this, it, like in the Calvin timeline too. We're just making him Captain Kirk because he did know. this. You know, it's you like, know we're just throwing cool. around promotions. Like, it's, why didn't we get to see the beginnings of like the Black Ops Star Starfleet? That's the other thing. They touched on that in that first uh, episode, or sorry, the third episode, where we finally just see Discovery. Yeah. You see the black badges. Yeah. That went nowhere, no. which I'm assuming the black badges are th- Section 31. Right. Right? Like, that was sort of what the... What was the, the Section 31 start? 
31's been around. So we do get a reference to Captain Archer in the Klingon homeworld. So yeah. we know that the events of Enterprise oh, yeah, that's right. exist in this universe. Yeah. Um, Section 31 existed back then. Okay. Because we had an episode in Enterprise where they showed up. What's it? And they were part of the original Starfleet charter, not the Federation charter. doesn't it feel like Section 31 would have been the ones, if anyone was going to do genocide? Exactly, yeah. Them? No, for sure. And that's the thing is, like I say, they had the black badges. Never paid off. We never like, got to see that again. If Lorca's ship had been part of Section 31... That's another thing that they were alluding to that it could that, be... Yeah. That would have been cool. That would have made, made more sense. An explanation for why they did stuff This is why was, I don't think... Lorca was meant to be the mirror but like, universe Lorca. if they had done that, then it would have made a lot, everything would have been like, okay, well, that's why they're doing to eugenics. some degree. It would have explained that crazy security officer, yeah. a lot better. Yeah, you know, it's a uh, maybe she was all up. She was section thirty-one. Yeah. Maybe that's why she was possibly, a dick. but we have no, you know, we have no actual. And maybe she didn't actually trust Lorca. Maybe she knew he was mirror. <laughs> I don't you know. know. Like you, you can build in your the own. Problem stuff is, that's you got to build in your own stuff. Like I know. Uh, like I'm sorry There's only so many blanks I can fill in You know what I, I mean know. Like otherwise It's because shit writing Think about all <laughs> like, the shit They were doing in Discovery That was uh, like uh, Like under But like we wouldn't normally do Like there was well, and, it, and it, They all put it under the guise of like Oh well There's a war happening We have to be able But, like, we but have to even be- when they did all the The bioengineering on Stamets Everyone was still like No one can know about this mm-hmm. Right And then it all It's okay Like yeah, it's kind of... What's um, it? How did you feel about the Mud episode? No, there was in a couple, but the the one with... Um, the, the time loop? The, the time loop. Yeah, I mean, that was probably the most Star Trek-esque episode of, like, an older Star Trek. Well, event. I wouldn't even say it was Star Trek-esque. I would say... Like, I guess it was, but it had such a, a sinister tone to it that it felt like any other sci-fi show but Star Trek. No, for sure. Like, the premise, I guess, is the most Star trek yes. premise. And being self-contained. I was talking to my dad, and I was like, Dad, what do you think about them using yeah. Mud? And he's like, that's not Mud. Yeah, like, Mud was a much more humorous character in the prime yeah. timeline. He wasn't this, like, really... He's very sadistic. Overly, yeah, whatever. I mean, they don't... Obviously, they don't care about this How stuff. How easy is it to get time travel technology? Well, that, too. It's a, the other thing that was weird was that Endorian helmet looked kind of strange on him. Like, yeah. I don't know. Some of the stuff, the props and stuff, I thought were kind of cheesy. Like, like, like almost too retro sci-fi-ish. I think the parts that bothered me most, and I, I don't even think this is the show's fault, because it's trying to do other things... Is that we have like a romantic relationship in a way that we've never really had before? With yeah, Burnham and, and and Ash. Yeah, and I don't know if I really liked it just because it took me out of the story. Like I didn't always buy it. Now that being said, like there were some interesting ways that uh, areas they went, but then everything always felt like it was too easy or too too quick. Like even like him, you know, coming out as being you know part Voke felt very like rushed. Yeah, no, for sure. It was they, like they, whoa, whoa, we're doing this already, and now he's already gone. Yeah, I mean, I thought that I bought the relationship. I thought the way they, like, of him be, being Voke was like, okay, so that goes back to the Klingons. Yeah. Like, we, we heard that we're going to get an in-universe explanation for why the Klingons look the way they do. There is no in-universe explanation no. other than the fact that the writers wanted to conceal this guy's identity. Because that they had planned from the beginning. Yes. So that's why the Klingon makeup is different. Because if you had just standard Klingon makeup, you could see it's that actor. Yeah. Right? Which, again, bullshit. Like, fuck off. You couldn't have come up with something more clever or something feels different? Like it, it's very difficult for every character to emote. I, I just think like, it, it's... I thought Laurel didn't have a lot of facial features that she could really use to, to act. And that's not her fault. No, a, the makeup is extensive, and it was to hide his identity. That's the bottom line. Yeah. There's not, like, maybe they'll come up with an explanation, but if they do, it's like, it, obviously it's an, an afterthought. You know yeah. what I mean? They, they just 
they wanted to make sure that they didn't, we didn't know Do that it was him. Why? Like, I feel like, what was the point of it all? Like, well, that's what I mean. Is like, it, like I didn't mind the relationship. Like even the Klingons doing it, like they did a shitty job of creating a sleeper agent. Then, well, yeah, and then when he, what did he actually get information wise? Like he never gets back to them. Like, yeah, it, it ends up. It, there's not like there's this big reveal and very little payoff. Now, right by so the it's end, like, I did like that he was a conflicted guy because he was two worlds. Yeah, he didn't belong to either. Yeah, and then again, they let him walk away with Laurel. Which felt so, like he was going to get murdered. Like, well, yeah, like, well, what, Laurel's going to protect him? Like, I guess... And, like, uh, and also, like, Laurel, basically, like, who's going to buy that she has a bomb? I'm sorry, like, they, everyone's going to fall in that, line pretty fast. Not even that, fast. but, like, what's a... They're not going to be questioning who the fuck this human is that she's carrying around, like... Yeah. You know, like, but weird. no, they all turned around and stopped attacking Earth. Yeah. Like, we're all good. Well, and, like, that, too, like, I liked the idea that, like, I didn't buy that how well the Klingons were able to, like take over, like, all the star bases and tag them and everything. Like, that felt a little too easy for them. Well, but especially I did like they're the, fighting amongst themselves well, as but well, I did, right? Like, but I did like the concept of them trying to do as much as they could and not caring if they were being, like, suicides because they were all competing against each other's houses. That was kind of a cool concept. Yeah. But, I didn't buy how successful they no, were, though. There's no payoff to any of it, though, really. Like, we don't get... Like, it's a lot of lip service. Yeah. You know, there's not a little... Like, there's not really that much... In, like, what did we really learn about the Klingons And, like, this? the discovery and by by like did they ever end up transmitting their codes to everyone or no because that starbase wasn't there so then they never like because they have the codes on how to crack through the the cloaking yeah i know and well, they never they used the mirror universe they never what's it they never used it again. yeah they never needed to use it yeah but like we know it exists they were going to bring it to starbase one right and they didn't well and then on top of that too the funny thing was like um I, I think, think a lot of people know about the mirror universe. To n- well, yeah, that's the thing is like the, the it was like oh this this information is going to be classified and no one's going to know because Kirk first co- comes yeah. in contact with the mirror universe, so, right? So it was kind so of funny too. We were talking about this before that I was reading an article or Wikipedia or something about you know I forget who it was but uh, from Enterprise being like when they did their mirror episode they they wanted it to be yeah it was Manny Cotto Manny Cotto yeah, yeah it was he, the showrunner that, that he wanted the entire episode to be in the mirror universe because he didn't want anyone from the prime timeline to, to, to cross over because that was Kirk's thing. Kirk was supposed to have first contact with yeah, the universe. which made it fit into the... So we got the Siemir universe story without actually ever seeing Yeah, which I think almost it. worked better. Yeah. And then it was kind of cool how they brought the Defiant yeah. into... Um, which yeah. also shows up actually in this, which I thought saw was the, actually a kind... We never saw we, the Defiant. We didn't see the Defiant, but it was a clever callback to Enterprise. I like that they weren't afraid to use callbacks to Enterprise. Yeah, well, they used a couple callbacks like throughout the show like which were kind of nice connections. Yeah. But again, I almost felt like those callbacks were really trying to be like, well, this is the prime timeline, this is the prime timeline, this is the prime timeline. Well, but mean, again, to me, I don't care. The the fact that you've changed the Enterprise's appearance yeah. destroys well, a question your prime you. timeline. Um, so if we're looking at timelines, so Enterprise happens... That's yeah. before the timelines diverge anyway, right? Like, well, inter- with, with like, the Calvin timeline as well, yeah, Enterprise exists because it's been mentioned. Yeah, so, but, like... Archer's dog so gets he, mentioned. So here's a question. So Enterprise exists, so if that's the divergent point, like... At, it's kind of funny because, like, a lot of people didn't like Enterprise, and yet it's the only, yeah. it's the only staple in both of <laughs> these, or in all these extended universes. So the, the universes don't diverge until... Until the, 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 the Romulan ship comes back in time. And attacks the Kelvin. Which That's is why it's called the Kelvin. 20, 30, yeah, so 20, 30 years before Kirk's born, right? 
Well, Kirk is born in that attack. Oh, in that attack, sorry. Yeah. So the year, the, the moment he's born. Yeah. So, okay. So that's the divergent point of the timeline. So my question is, before that timeline was diverged, in the prime timeline, you had that defiant go back in time to the Enterprise's timeline, and that's what creates the Mirror Universe. So the Mirror Universe exists, like, there's not another Mirror Universe to the Kelvin. There's just the Mirror Universe as we know it. So there's Prime, Burnham, Kelvin, and Mirror. Is that right, correct? I guess. Yeah, it's a... But there's w- not a different Mirror, because the Mirror, its divergent point is from... Well, not not divergent point, but like we see. I get what you're what saying. It is. The mirror universe is its an alternate universe in itself. Yeah. Yes, and that has another. Ver- well, I don't know because right? nothing from the Kelvin has gone over to it that's changed it. We haven't seen the Kelvin's version of it. No, so we're led to assume that there's only one mirror universe as of right now. <laughs> right. Let's call it the darker timeline. <laughs> well, no, it's the mirror universe. Yeah. It's the mirror. What's it? But yeah, to me, it's a, the, the the fact that the Enterprise, like up until the point the Enterprise showed up. I was still trying to see how this fits into the prime timeline. I ask a totally unrelated question yeah. to anything we've been talking about. So Pike in the Kelvin timeline never ended up on that planet? Cause oh, he, right. It's a, well, no, he died in the Kelvin timeline. Right? Yeah, but, like, but he aged past that point. Like He aged past the point where he would have been trapped on that other on the, on the menagerie, right? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. So and then eventually it, died on did travel. Earth. Yeah, it was a... Yeah, because he, and yeah, I guess so. Uh, right, it does diverge from the. So he wouldn't be alive. Like he dies. Well, he's not in the chair. He's not in the. He's not going beep beep beep. No, right. No, it, so no, he's not in the chair. <laughs> he doesn't have one. No, just, one beep for yes, see, two I, beeps for no, or whatever. Yeah, well, exactly. Because <laughs> you know, in the, like he's so advanced. <laughs> I just don't like. I don't often get a chance to really think about this stuff, and so when you're here, yeah, it, no, you're, you're, you're right. It. And then I guess where does that throw? This into question. I don't know, like because Pike. Well, I guess this command. can't be Kelvin. Well, I guess it's Burnham, as you want to. It's, it's the third it's universe. It, like yeah. the the appearance of the Enterprise to me, that was the best part of this whole thing. <laughs> Swear to God, was the fact that it establishes for me this is not the prime timeline. Here's a question: What if they were in the prime timeline? Uh, they're not. But them leaving <laughs> it, they never came back to what it, their timeline. They ended up in the Burnham timeline, which is slightly different. The Enterprise looks different. <laughs> No, it's it. It doesn't matter. But if they like, I mean, started in the prime. Events yeah. can happen and play out whatever way they want because this is not the prime timeline. See, here, here, here's what kind of would have been interesting. And to, in theory, they could still go with this if they wanted to. <laughs> right. Um, what if, like, what if Discovery ended up being like a like a Star Trek meets Quantum Leap? Like, they're not actually in their own universe. They got to find their way home. Well, no, become? but like they went from the mirror universe back into this. They universe. think it's theirs. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Sarek, like, seems to confirm it. I, it but, again, if it was just slightly different. <laughs> yeah, I don't and know. And then they find something bigger. Like, But wouldn't that be kind of cool? Like, they fi- they're they trying to find their uh, own way home? No, let's not go that route. Let's just keep it as... Here's the thing. Don't sell it to me as a prime timeline, and then just fucking don't care about the prime timeline. Like, try to reference it so it's like, oh, it's, it's the prime line. You know what I mean? Just, if you're going to do a different well, get it. universe, don't sell it to me as that. So one thing, uh, so uh, I think this is, what, six and a half, almost seven years ago in comic books, um, all of DC's comics, they decided they were going to change their timeline mm-hmm. and do something called the New 52. So everything was going to be different. Right. But, so basically, you had this storyline. Comics that, do that a lot, though. That's, that's uh, a comic thing. Not like this. Well, not like that. No, this that was, was on a, a pretty deal. massive scale. No, so for sure, because they were turning everything over. changes their world, and it, was, it comes back, and everything's different. So everyone's origins were different, except the two most popular lines of comics, they didn't really change those. 
So the Green Lantern universe at the time, everything that was part of its original continuity somehow stayed, even though it made no sense in, at all anymore. <laughs> but they kind of just tried to hand wave it away. And Batman's too, because they basically said, oh, he's only been Batman for five years. But he's had four Robins, and one of them died, and one of them was this kid, and it's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, uh, it just didn't make sense. And then years later, they're like, okay, well, now we're going to kind of say that you know, some crazy being kind of stole time from the DC universe, but everything that happened before did kind of happen, but they don't always remember it. And I'm like, what is happening? But they were trying to like take back. They're trying to put back what they took. Yeah, it's, a, it's funny. Cause I've been watching the X-Files. I've been catching up. Yeah. And, uh, have you heard of the, uh, what's that? The Mandela effect? No. Oh, you know, the, the, like the Berenstein bears. Yes. Okay. And then, yeah. like the, the misspelling. Yes. But though it's not a misspelling, it's always been that We've way. Always but we always think we always bears. Now it's Bernstein yes, bears. Yes, that's the Mandela effect. Okay. Right. So that sort of sounds like what this is. Yeah. You know, like, and then so there's an episode of the new series of the X Files that like focuses on the Mandela effect. I'm like, maybe we didn't remember things the way we remember them, and there's that's the um, that's parallel universes leaking okay. into each other. Yeah. Right. And then there's like a new character that they insert. No way. So that was like part of the X Files when Mulder and Scully were there. He was like the third that's FBI funny. agent. Right, oh, Reggie. Re- <laughs> no way. Yeah, his name is Reggie. Yeah, yeah, and they even like they had a new title sequence with Reggie, like oh, in the title on. sequence. Yeah. That's funny. His name is Reggie something. No <laughs> way. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. That's pretty funny. Yeah. So anyway, like X Files, known on the side there. What do you like? What? So this is the Mandela effect in Star Trek Discovery. Yeah. The different universes leaking together, and we don't uh, quite remember it. Because the Enterprise was always like that. Yeah. We just, I don't remember it that way. No, Because it's a, it's, I'm in a universal... <laughs> you remember it something else. It's the other one, like, the other big uh, Mandela effect is the is um, Shazam. That didn't actually have... Is it Shazam or what's it? Or Kazam. Oh. So, like, what's it? Uh, people seem to think that Sinbad did this, like, genie movie. Yeah. But it's actually, what's his name? Um, uh, Shaq. Um, right? You remember Shaq? Yeah, yeah. And I can't remember now if it was Shazam or Kazam. It's a, oh, I think people, he did Kazam. Is it Kazam? Yeah. So people seem to remember this movie, Shazam, was Sinbad. That never happened. Oh, that's interesting. But it's, like, leaking off of Kazam. Like, oh, so, anyway. And they actually did, like, something that was uh, where they actually made the, like, Shazam oh, trailer. Crazy. So, anyway, it's kind of funny. That's but, fucked up. Yeah, I don't know. To me, the whole thing is, like, that establishes it's not the same universe. So let's talk about the season. The season, yeah, it was a, fifteen episodes. What did you like? Um, personally, the the thing I liked the most, character wise, I think Saru was the best character of the yeah. whole. And it's interesting because we did not like him at the beginning. At the beginning, I thought I was going to be so annoyed by him, like because it, just that line that he delivers yeah. in that stupid tra- that trailer. Yeah, my species was created for death. He brings that line up again, which I was like, oh, really? Yeah. Fuck. Just leave that line alone. Just kill it for fuck's sakes. But anyway. Outside of him referencing that line twice, I wasn't annoyed by him at all. I didn't really like the, the that episode that focused on him though, and him kind of freaking out. Like oh, on the uh, on the planet, yeah. it's a, the, it was like the the mid season uh, break. Yeah, it didn't bother me as much. Like it's a uh, but I did like him as a character. I thought he was. I thought he developed the most. Like he went from more of a scared character to be being a believable captain. Yeah, I really bought him as captain. What bothered me in the finale was that why the he earned the fucking captaincy. Why are we going to pick up another captain? Is that what they said? Yeah, they're going to Vulcan to pick up another captain. Yeah, that's weird. He deserves the captain's chair. If you, in my opinion, yeah. it kind of bothered me that we're what we're going to get but another. He is captain. first officer, and Burnham is the science officer, so they've inverted from where they were on the Shenzo. Yes, yeah, he's still... Well, yeah, you're right. He deserves to be a captain. Yeah, like, I think he earned his captaincy, and, you know, I thought, like, that was kind of a neat idea, too, that he would become the captain. Yeah. But then, yeah, no. So like, who's that going to be? 
Well, they allude, they allude to the fact that they're going to Vulcan to pick up somebody, so it might be a Vulcan character. But, but we that doesn't make any sense, because wasn't Spock the first one in Well, he's Starfleet? already in Starfleet. Yeah, but, like, I feel he like... He should be on board the Enterprise. Like, but had there ever been, like, a Vulcan captain? Oh, yeah, you're right. Like, there, there shouldn't be a Vulcan captain. Like, he was yeah. a Vulcan first officer. Again, who the fuck cares? This is a Burnham timeline. I know. Because <laughs> I don't want it to be. I want it to be the prime. It's not. It's not. All right. It's not. A, it's a... Um, but, yeah, so Saru was a highlight. I thought Tilly overall was, was well done. I liked her as a character. Yeah, I... I liked her. It was it was fun in the finale to see her pretending to be kind of the mirrorverse version of herself again. Yeah, I, I mean, whatever. It's it's, a, it's kind of fun. Like it, it's interesting because she's kind of the fun light character. And what does that do to you? I, I wish we'd see more development of her really having to deal with the fact that there's a version of her who kills people and like is bad. Yeah, they, they talked to it like about it a little bit. But like a little bit more exploration would have been cool because the only thing about her going on that away mission and becoming kind of badass didn't totally fit, fit the character in some ways. Like, no. And it's almost like they forgot she's a cadet. Yeah, I know. She did an awful lot for being a cadet. She gets finally promoted in this. Like even the stuff with Stamets. Yeah. Like, oh, she no, did for a sure. lot with him. Yeah, no, absolutely. She was like the one that was figuring out most of what was going on with him. Right. I did like when they got the commendations and the, the doctor got one posthumously. Yeah, that was a nice nod, even though it was a, like, I don't know if they all deserve that. Like, I mean, fucking Burnham is, like, just, it's back to normal. Like, we went from, yeah. like, like I remember we talked about it in the in the first podcast. It's like, well, how is this character going to be, like, and they literally just wrote it. Oh, well, here's your commander yeah. again. And, like, how do people trust her, though? Well, that's the because, other thing. Because, like, 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 the whole point in the beginning was that everyone was like, oh, shit, she's the deserter. I mean, she has been pretty solid throughout the rest of the show i guess yeah but yeah it just seems a little too easy to just be like oh here you go here's your badge you're back a little and like is this it's almost like a reboot again yeah exactly yeah the spore drive is back like it's just a lot. Like, like again i, I was so i think didn't didn't stamets say what's a uh, they're working on trying to have a non-human oh. component again these are like these weird little like throwaway lines yeah. to solve problems Oh, he's like, I don't mind traveling like, the old-fashioned way. Yeah. You well, know? obviously, I mean, which is, makes sense, too, because, I mean, obviously, it takes a physical toll. It did hurt Right, him. but the Starfleet's willing to fucking blow up Kronos, and now yeah. they're not willing to let Stamets, like, drive the, you know, the spore drive? Yeah. Well, and plus, <laughs> why isn't he arrested for eugenics? Like, he experimented with well, well, exactly, yeah. Like, there's not more, like, ah, oh, it's okay. It's okay. You it guys, war, wartime atrocity, it's okay? Apparently, during war, anything goes. I mean, genocide in this, was. In this Starfleet, yeah. And I also, it bugged me that you had... Like basically Burnham sermonizing through the oh the preachy nonsense it got too much it just it just felt it was it was, it was too much it was way too much especially never, coming from that character in like addressing like, Starfleet like that like I just felt like like we've we've had that from Kirk's before but not like that no I mean yeah we've had speeches in Star Trek it just, and, I, and it, I don't buy it from her no exactly yeah like one of the nicest speeches I thought was, was in Enterprise it was, a, um, it was uh, I think it was the second last episode. Of Enterprise was with uh, with um, Archer, and he's talking about the future and like it was a it was a well done speech. I thought it was well delivered. This like was try tried to feel like that in a way I think, but it just it, coming from her, it didn't feel legit, and it was just felt preachy and like it felt kind of bullshit because like you're not the, you're a fucking star example of what not Starfleet is about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was just it was bullshit. Like yeah, too much of the too much chatter. Too much, too much talking about this is what we are about, and then not actually being about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 
give me something in the episode that shows that these people are half decent people. But they're not. They're no. fucking. They're willing to blow up an entire planet. One thing I did appreciate about the first part of the season is that they were trying to do done in ones that were still connected to the overall narrative. Yeah, but not many. But well, to be honest, they only had like eight episodes, and two of them were used no, up for the pilot. So I mean, you only had like six. Yeah, like the only one that really feels standalone to me that was, was the, the mud, the mud one. Yeah. The, well, even the first appearance of mud, like when he was on, when he was the captive, like. I felt like you had a few different episodes that were, again, and even the the episode on the planet where the uh, Saru ended up coming, you know, kind of infected with. Uh, yeah, but that still linked into the overall. It did link in, but it wasn't it wasn't the main story. Like the main story, it was still allowing it to go in different areas. Whereas the back half, it was one big story. Like it didn't end. Like yeah, that's true. Like at, the mirror universe point, went on for episodes. Yeah, at some point too, like. Wasn't this originally only going to be 12 episodes or something, and then they extended oh, it? maybe. I believe that was the case. So but that's like, the other thing about, like... Like, classic Star Trek, for the most part, was episodes you could turn on and turn off, and then you could turn on... Miss a few... Oh, no, that, yeah, and, and I'm fine with them doing it serialized, but have a better sort of layout as to what you're, where you're going and what you're going to do. Well, Not, okay, it, we're doing this war, yeah. and we have no way to end it. Well, and we want to make sure that it's over by the end of season it one. It doesn't help that we're in a, we're in a time where we're in an era of television where people expect a lot from ten to thirteen episode seasons because you like they're away from the days where you had twenty to twenty six episodes. That's a lot of content you got to pump oh, out. Oh yeah, for sure. So you're going to have some shit in there. But I think I yeah, and people are more willing to forgive the shit because they know that there's yeah, you're 20, pumping out 22, 24, 26 episodes. Yeah, like in the first few seasons of TNG, it's like 26, 26 episodes. episodes. Yeah, that's it's a lot. crazy. And you had writer strikes in there. It also yeah, it's, weird it's, shit started on a writer strike. Yeah, yeah, you had all this stuff, so you can kind of be like, well, they did their best with what they could given the timelines. Yeah. Now you have something where they didn't even premiere it till it was pretty much done. Yeah. Like. So, like, again, you have Yeah, there's time. no excuse for not having a no, better layout. No, you don't. Like, the, in this day and age, like, if you're going to do serialized storytelling, you should have mapped it out. Like, even, yeah. like, ten years I ago... I mean, obviously, have, you don't have to map out everything, but have, like, your main thing is the war. Yeah. Have a clear beginning, at least a clear ending, Yeah. and figure out partially how you're going to get there. You're creating 15 hours of television in this instance, yeah. not... 25 or 23. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, a lot of people like to make fun of Lost for... They were just throwing ideas out there and they ended up not paying off a lot of them. Oh, well, and again, that's the part of it. But at least they... Like, there was kind of a reason for it. And plus, one thing I always always point to Lost, as much as there might be some problems with it, is that the minute they were able to make a deal with the network and say, we are going to do three more seasons of... I think it was like 14 episodes each season. The minute that happened, everything kicked into overdrive. There was no wasted episodes anymore. They Uh, knew exactly what they were going to do. Well, that's the other thing. This show, I guess, only got picked up greenlit for season two like after it had started as well, Mm -hmm. which is another thing. Like, That, to me, is like, then why not have a more solid war story then with a solid ending? Yeah. But uh, the question is, too, at what point were the extra episode added? Was that know. the mirror universe that came in? I can't imagine. Well, there's three episodes right there that's dedicated to the mirror universe, yeah, which felt I, like a lot, I don't to know be honest. How, yeah, but I don't know how you truncate that either, because they were trying to do so much I'm there. telling you, man, I don't think Lorca was originally was a mirror Lorca. I think that was just a way to like get him out of there. Maybe. I did like his portrayal. I think, I think the additional episodes were the... Were the uh, Mirror Universe episodes maybe, and I think that mid mid season cliffhanger was was 
was part of like, oh, well, and we're going to go do Mirror for a bit because we have these extra episodes. You think that's why? I think so. I don't think so because because I'm trying to think like where else would they have been going in terms of the war? The Mirror, they didn't even have to do if you really think about it. I guess part of my issue too with the series is it's it's about a war. But you call it Discovery. Obviously because the name of the ship, but even that just felt like like, oh, it was the bait and switch. Yeah. Like, what's that? Oh, like, you're getting a Star Trek show. Eh, not, not really. Like, Star Trek's about discovery. Like, it is about discovery. The thing is, like, I, I, like, didn't, I didn't like mind. even DS9, which is fucking, uh, doesn't even move, was about discovery. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's always about trying to, like, well, so didn't you know it's about, you know, seeking out new worlds, new civilizations? Burnham said so. That's what the show's about, because yeah. Burnham said so. But they didn't do Does, that at all, ever. Exactly. That's why there's so much lip service in this last episode. Like yeah. this is Star Trek, this is Star Trek, yeah. but nothing we do is really Star Trek. So what do you think we get from next season? <laughs> Not, uh, there's nothing thought out. The Enterprise well, showed no, up, but let's say they, they get a new writers' room. <laughs> uh, what I don't care who writes the show anymore. <laughs> like no, but let's say they, let's say they, I'm they still going to watch it. Room. We're going to discuss it, right? Here we are. I mean, yeah. I'm a fan of Star Trek, so people inevitably ask me about it. Well, let me ask: Do you like Burnham? Not really. I don't think she's redeemed herself. Like, what's a, like, I think it was too easy. I think it was like the Kirk, like, getting promoted to captain in the Calvin okay. timeline. It's just too simple. You like Saru? I love Saru. I think Saru, out of all the characters, is the best. How do you feel about Stamets? Stamets, so-so. What's a, I'm not, like... I didn't like him at the beginning, and I, I warned Yeah, he grew on me a little bit. What's a, like, he got a little bit less arrogant. Well, he was a dick in the first couple episodes. Yeah. Like, is this, when's this guy going to die? <laughs> yeah, no. Well, like I say, the the security chief was the only character I've ever been like, yes, that person's dead. Yeah. I actually was happy about it. <laughs> I was like, and that to me, like, it says something's fucking wrong with the Star Trek. I do hope that we get to know more of the crew. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of the bridge crew that... What's a, we recognize uh, them, but do you know their names? That have been consistent. Like that and, girl with, like, the half-shaved head? Right, who was actually on the on Shenzhou. On the Shenzhou. Yeah, what's a, she was what's a, the helmsman there, right? right? And then, I guess, her injuries... Led her to have that piece of metal, which isn't really explained, but is there? Yeah, because it looks cool, right? Well, that's the thing. Again, <laughs> you do you do these things, right? Like that bothers me too. Like and feels to me like not that the the Calvin or sorry, not the prime timeline because we never saw augmented humans like that. Like and there's that other bridge crew member who she's like fully like augmented. Yeah, like she looks almost robotic, but yeah. she she's not from yeah. what we know. But the only reason we know that is because it's been on Twitter or elsewhere. Like, they've talked about that character, but never yeah. really given it anything. So, yeah, hopefully those characters get a little bit more spotlight and maybe yeah. you can get a little bit more, uh, get to know them a little better. Right? Because, yeah, the, the bridge crew outside of, you know, the, I guess the primary characters, you know, Lorca, Burnham, Saru, the Tilly. Mm-hmm. She's not even bridge crew, really, right? But the, those, you know, she's she's an engineering with Stamets. Yeah. So it's a... Um, so those characters looks weird too. What's that? Everything looks weird. Nothing that really looks like Star Trekky. No, well, engineering like what's that? They didn't really. It doesn't look like your standard warp drive. Like no. even though there is a warp drive there, is yeah. it in that same engineering area, I'm, or is the warp drive located somewhere else? I don't even know. Like yeah. you know the um, one thing I did like it was a very small touch, but um, when they first show up in the mirror universe and Lorca pretends to be someone else and he uses the Scottish accent. Right, it was a, he's trying to be the, the engineer. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, was, was, it was a nod to Scotty. Yeah, that was kind of nice. It was all right. It was a, like I, I didn't hate it, but it was just kind of funny. Like I do, th- I did, I did like Jason Isaacs. I no, he was he portrayed the character as written and did a good job of it. Yeah, it was a, 
the character's a piece of shit, though. Right, yeah. so he's but a dick. he kind of was good at those characters. No, which played, I guess he, is kind of disappointing in some ways because it would have been nice to see him play against type. Because we're kind of used to Jason Isaacs being, being a villain, yeah. manipulative dick characters. Yeah. Like you and I got the same at Fan Expo, and that yeah. was it was first of all his stories were fantastic, and like oh, he was an actor. I was excited about was him really being the captain, right? And like I just I kind of almost wish that he wasn't like such a piece of shit, and like he was actually a decent human being. And, like, actually redeemed Burnham, like, you know yeah. what I mean? And so I feel like I feel like he must have known that he was going to be a mirror universe. I, d- I honestly... I think he was... Cause, cause part of me just doesn't think that they're clever enough, and then they read it on the internet because people were mentioning no, that before think, it happened. Like, I think... Like, I people th- figured out the Vogue thing pretty fast. Oh, yeah. Right? Because on IMDb, the, the actor that they listed yeah. was, like, had no yeah. relation to anything, had no credits... And the picture of him was as Vogue. Yeah. Why right? didn't they mention the House of Moog? They didn't mention the House of Moog. They didn't even Why get it, like in, they mentioned the twenty four houses. We don't like we didn't learn fuck all about the Klingons. Really, it actually would have been interesting to see an ep- to have a series just from the Klingon perspective. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like you could do that Why for not? sure. You could do that as another series, but like now you can't really do it, right? Like it's no. But yeah, I mean the Klingon thing too. They built it so much up, but it was the Klingons were kind of a faceless enemy in a well, lot of ways. At, at the end of the, the half season, and like they obliterated the you know the, whatever that throne ship was or the the uh, yeah the sarcophagus ship yeah, which is like it was supposed to be a huge deal. It's going to blow you know really strike a blow yeah, and they come back and it's like it did shit yeah, it did nothing yeah, which was disappointing. But if, also, in the end, it, they were also, way worse off. It was disappointing because I mean when they did that again, they took out. The only Klingon we really knew besides Laurel. And, like, you need you can't have a faceless villain. You have to have someone. Yeah, they had nothing to like do with Laurel. Like, like, DS9, you had you had characters that you knew. You had the Dominion characters well, that we were used to seeing. You that had, was one of the great things about Deep Space Nine was that they, the supporting cast was so important. Yeah. And built up so much over time. Whereas, like, we haven't had any payoff with the supporting cast here. No. We're, like, like you said, the bridge crew are recognizable, but that's all they are. They're, they're two-dimensional no right now. They don't have, yeah. Like, we it's weird to have a Star Trek show where, like, I don't know the names of half the characters. Yeah, I know, for sure, yeah. It's, it's it. And then the, the one thing was the mirror Sarek, too. It said, um, he, he mind melds with, with Burnham. Yeah. And he's like, oh, her intentions are good. But how, he doesn't realize that she's from a different universe? I think he does. Does he though? He sees stuff. He doesn't really. Re- he sees say himself. That. Like he. That's what I mean, though. Like it was sort of weirdly, like like. I think he downplayed it because he wasn't going to tell everyone that she's from a fucking alternate universe. He didn't want to bother because he just wanted the rebellion to keep going, kind of thing. Well, here's get, the thing: if he tells it. them they're from an alternate universe, like that's going to bring up a lot of questions. Yeah, it just seemed kind of awkward. Like, and it was, he probably knew he was about to die anyway. So. Yeah, I guess was a, I don't know. It was that was a bit awkward to me, like that he didn't like, you know. That he didn't say, hey, these guys are from, not from um, At the very end when they had the distress signal, that was the moment where I was like, are they going to establish this as in the Kelvin timeline? Like, are they going to have, is, is, it, is it the SOS of that ship that's about the... Um, oh, I knew it was the Enterprise coming. Because it, it comes up as... Oh, seven, they switched the 17-0? No, they just put 1-7. And yeah. I saw 1-7, I'm like, but, it's going to be the Enterprise. I knew, yeah, the minute they put the number, I knew it. But for a moment... I was like, wouldn't it be cool if that was the ship that uh, Kirk Stab was on that in the, the Calvin one that got attacked? That's the SOS. That would have been kind of cool. Yeah, but then you're linking it into the Calvin timeline. Totally better than a fucking third timeline that you've decided it is. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Like the whole thing is, is don't sell me as it's a prime timeline show when it's not. And like 
next season we're going to have Spock but not Spock because they're probably not going to cast Spock. Well, this, is, what, yeah, this is the kind of shit, too. It's like, yeah. Like, why, unless you're going to get Quinto. Like, I almost like, feel like, why do they even bother? Because now you got to deal with all this shit. Like, yeah, they're a, creating problems. Yeah, they're, they're creating their own problems. They don't, that they, don't have, they They write themselves into a cliffhanger because, yeah. well, fuck, dude. What a way, cool way. To, it's going to be the Enterprise, man. It's going to be cool. But Spock's just, there. Just don't care. Don't think you, about you it. Can't, you can't have... Fuck that, dude. It doesn't matter. None of that shit matters. Well, you're but just you can't a, have Spock's... No, you're a Star Trek nerd. Don't... What the fuck do you care? You can't right? have Spock's adopted sister. No, it doesn't matter. Fuck you. I know. You're, you're too much of a Star Trek nerd. I know. Don't care. Don't care. I know. That's what I... Again, like, as a, as well, a fan of the, of the I, series, that's what just, bothers me. Is it's, That's basically what they're telling me. Is like, care, but don't care. So I was listening to a podcast uh, that they were talking about some issues this guy had with Discovery. Yeah. And he said part of it, what the whole Sarek and um, Burnham thing, was that it made Vulcan small. And, like, he's the only guy. Like, he's like... There's, there, there would have been other people who also believed in, you know... That oh, that's another thing that humanity. didn't really pay off um, that they brought up was um, remember there was that episode where where Sarek is going somewhere and he's got that advisor and that guy blows himself up. Oh, yeah. Remember there was that sort of like Vulcan Civil War thing going on. Oh yeah, fucking where did that go? Nowhere. <laughs> didn't need to be there. Yeah, like yeah. Well, but you're right. There would have been other Vulcans that would have been sympathetic to so humans. So it didn't need to be Sarek. No, it didn't. And then shoving in another anonymous like member of the Spock family. Mm. You know, like, Spock never mentions Burnham. I did like the mom. Yeah, no, she was good. with Amanda? Yeah. Right? But again, it's still bringing Amanda back. She kind of right? looked similar. Oh, and actually, that's a third casting of Amanda, or Amanda right? Winona Ryder was the last one. Yeah. So there at least... They look similar enough. But that leads to the... Again, this being a third timeline. Why? Well, because it's a, it should be... If it's the Calvin timeline, it should be Winona Ryder. Well, they were never going to get her, but that doesn't have to be a different timeline. You can recast people. That doesn't mean it's a new timeline. I don't know. It's a, I'm just, it, I, I don't know how to tell you this, but Rain Wilson isn't the original Mud. No, I know. This is another timeline. Fuck off. <laughs> Exhausting. It's the Burnham at timeline. Fuck. But you, you have, some people are going to be recast. It's a different Sarek, like just that, because you couldn't have it be the same Sarek, because he's dead. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's a different Sarek, too. But that no, he's not dead. So there's the plus. Did we already? Who's the, who's the dude from the Calvin timeline? Fuck, I don't know. Well, there you go. I'm, but you can't. You but, can't. You can't be like, oh, it's not the same actor as the original prime timeline. It has to be the, a new timeline. That's, no, I know. That, but that some, someone before the show started suggested that, like, if you're going to show Kirk, Spock, and these guys, these are the current actors playing it. That you should use those same actors. But obviously, yeah, they probably can't afford Zachary Quinto now. Though, what is he really fucking doing anyway yeah, these days? Not much. Not much. But uh, in front is of the Star Trek Four even happening? They've been progressively making less money. Yeah. Right. It was a. Um, but to be fair, that happens with most movies. Yeah, but it's good. Like there was, they were talking about Star Trek Four is greenlit. Thor is coming back. Oh yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is going on with it? That's a good question. Tarantino's. Well, it's a, we're hearing about oh, Tarantino doing doing something, right? See, that'd be Section Thirty One. Uh, fuck me! I like honestly, I don't think Tarantino should be doing Star Trek. Like, I really don't. No, just because you love something doesn't mean you should make a no, movie about it. No, I don't think he's going to do it well. Like, which, I don't think he's going to do which, it justice. I mean, I mean, you wouldn't have. You don't feel this way now because now you're actually excited about him coming back. But J.J. Uh, Abrams getting to do Star Wars was. You know what? Like, I'm going flip flopping on that too because you know what? Now are you I, excited I have, about him coming back or not? I have more respect for Ryan, Ryan Johnson? Johnson in some ways because he was left with the shit. That JJ did because nothing was fucking planned out. Yeah. So he had to fill in the gaps, right? Like the 
Yeah, he's been defending things but on But in Twitter. a lot of cases, he decided to not play with it and just say fuck it. Well, no. For example, though, like, the, you know, I personally I wasn't a big fan of, like, Luke being cut off from the forest and just, like, it was a... But, but it's it makes, the only way it for it to make sense. Like, because why else would he not go out to save Han? Yeah. Or why else would he... So it, it makes sense. But again, Ryan Johnson was left with shit because they don't have it. That's even worse. There's three fucking new Star Wars coming out, mm. and you literally don't have any sort of like like vision as to where this is gonna go. Yeah, and it really shows, right? Like it really shows between the difference of the films yeah. and this third one. Who the fuck knows what JJ is gonna do now? Mm. Like anyway, whatever. Let JJ fuck around with Star Wars. Fuck that up. But it's just it's short sightedness. What I don't mm. understand in Hollywood is like, why is there such short sightedness? Like. To, you know, like, have things at least somewhat thought out. Like, at least the Marvel Universe seems to be, like, obviously not well, everything fits. You've got one guy, Kevin Feige, for yeah. the most part, who has a vision, and he works with people who then share his vision. That's what I mean. Because they've done a good job. Like, sure, not everything's going to fit, but a lot of it's... Iron for- Man 3, man. Yeah, but it, it's sort of forgivable in some ways, right? You can... Yeah. you can for- Whereas, like, the Star Wars is already, like, it's, like, we're not forgiving this shit. Discovery, there's a lot of things I'm not willing to forgive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, because you had, like, fuck, how did you, you had all this extra time too. The show got fucking pushed and you still couldn't figure shit out better. Yeah. Like it's, it, is it just writers these days don't give a fuck? Like, what is the deal? I don't know. Is like, I feel like when you watch the, the TNG Blu-rays in the writer's room, they were all young guys and they were ambitious guys, but they talk about the arguments that they would have and they'd have these fucking serious arguments about like philosophical arguments. Yeah. And I like, and, and the ideas back. they was like, you know, one guy would be pushing for the idea so hard because that was his idea. But then eventually he'd come around to the fact that no, that's a dumb idea. Let's chuck that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like these guys are like, Oh, well that would be look cool. Let's reference that. People will like that reference. It's like, this is Star Trek. You know, like, it, it, they try to, like, hammer you with, like, or this is Star Wars. Yeah. But it's like, it doesn't really feel like those things anymore. So like, what does season two need to do to get you on board? I don't know, man. Like, See, so here's the thing. I I mean... Like, I'm going to watch let, let regardless. Sh- I think if it wasn't called Discovery, or if it, if it was called Discovery and the ship wasn't fucking called Discovery, then I think you could actually still make it an anthology. And that'd be cool. That's true, yeah. No... And it's unfortunate that like we have to go back to these characters. That being said, I actually would have been fine if they had jumped ahead ten years, even if they even if, even though it gets them in the same timeline as Kirk and Spock. You don't have to cross. You don't have them. to show them. Yeah, you don't have to cross the streams. Like it's a fucking huge well, universe. To be honest, I, like like just because we see them going to respond to a distress call does not need to mean that five minutes later. Is I think to be up. fair, like if if they do that and they just wipe away the Enterprise, that's going to be a huge kick in the nuts to people waiting. Yeah, wanting to see the you know what I mean. It's just like then but it might dang, be better. It, it's in some ways yes, but don't dangle the carrot then. I know you know come up with something better with a what's a don't dangle the carrot like that because that's that'll be a huge kick in the nuts to not see anything. I was also surprised that we even saw the Enterprise at all. I thought it would be more like oh it's coming from the Enterprise let's go get them. Yeah, no, I for think sure. that actually would have been more interesting. That's what I mean. Because it didn't even look like they were under distress. What's the priority? Yeah, they just kind of flew. Up. Yeah, exactly. Like you there know, was like it I, was just let's get this beautiful shot of the Enterprise. Yeah, but I didn't need that. I mean that that. That's like, what I mean. It's dangling a carrot. Yeah, it's dangling a carrot. But, they, like you say, knowing these fucking guys, it may not have a payoff at all. I would have liked it to be three years later, and they're actually back on the mission of discovery. Yeah, you know, like it's Who a big knows? universe out there. Yeah, and you could write much better stories because there is a lot of things and to write about. Again, 
for a brief moment at the end of when they came back from the mirror universe for a brief moment i was like cool maybe they'll be lost somewhere Maybe they got to get back home, like kind of like Voyager. Yeah, well, that, that, that's kind of how. Like before they confirmed it was the Mirror Universe, that's kind of how the, the first. It kind of felt ended. like a Voyager cliffhanger. It felt yeah. like the first eight episodes were basically just doing what Cliff what Voyager did in you know one hour or two hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I was like, all right, fine, I can get on board with that. Yeah, but I'm sick of the cliffhangers too. Like, oh, it's a cliffhanger, cliffhanger. Can we just have an ending? Yeah, exactly. Like it's like always like, ooh, like let's what if the carrot? What if they hadn't the gotten picked up? Well, uh, yeah, exactly. But they at that point they had knew, known, I guess, right? Yes. But who knows? And I mean, yeah, I know TV like they don't know for sure if they're going to have another season. But still, have then have something written out, like have some sort of conclusion thought out, mm-hmm. like you know. So let me ask a question. We are obviously coming at it from a standpoint that we've seen all of Trek so far. Yeah, for sure. We're, if this is someone who's never watched Trek before, maybe has a passing sure. familiarity with the movies. No, like maybe saw the first movie, maybe the second didn't see the third. There's a lot of Star Trek fans that like it, and that's fine. Go ahead, like, but like it. For, for like new Trek. Do you think it works for people? Like, do you think? Well, oh, there's a lot of people that seem to like it. Like from online yeah. response, yeah. Okay. It's a, um, do you think sure. it works? as like, do, do you think if it wasn't Star Trek, if it was just random just sci-fi, sci-fi show, would you be okay with it, or would you? Still, I would be more okay with it if or, it was just a. You know. Or would you still have an issue with some of the narrative jumps? Oh, I definitely still have issues with it, for sure. Because like, I guess my point is, like, I don't think you're... How much of it is, is Star Trek? I don't think all your problems... Yeah, I, I think, although you have a lot of issues with it because of its un-Star trek or kind of betraying what Star Trek is, I think you still have a lot of problems with just its narrative choices. Oh, which, absolutely, for sure. Yeah, it's not solid So writing. it's not just picking at it as a, this isn't what I want from Star Trek. You're actually picking at it from a, this isn't actually a well-done show at half the, half the time. Well, yeah, it's, it's shitty. It's, it's loose writing. It is loose. It's, it's loose writing. and it, you I know. expected better from a show that... Well, had, again, you have... This kind of budget, this kind of you know resources being put behind and it. And it seemed to have a lot of prep time. Yeah. Like, you know, so I thought, like, again, all, all, like... A lot of things can be forgiven with solid story, right? Like you can, mm-hmm. you, you like you like we nitpick some things like the com badge having the rank pips on it. We nitpick that, mm-hmm. at the, but like those are little uh, smaller aesthetic choices that I wouldn't have gone with. Not such a huge thing for the overall show, but yeah, there's a lot of narrative problems. There's a lot of like, yeah. you know, like what the fuck? Like why are we? You know, like, I don't know. It's just it seems like storytelling these days is not solid anymore. Like. Well, at least here, because in a lot of shows it is. Well, yeah, that's true. TV is in probably a golden age of when it comes to it's like really writing. A There's a lot tight of good storytelling in a lot stuff. of places. Um, yeah, and it's just like for fuck's sake, you have twelve episodes or fifteen episodes. Yeah, how can you not come up with something more solid, more coherent? Yeah, things that fit together, and that's why, like, I I still doubt that Lorca was originally the mirror. Like, okay. I doubt it. I yeah. do. And I'd love to, like, they're never going to admit it, I don't think. No, I don't think they'll it. ever say it. So let me ask two I don't questions. think they're clever enough, though, to come up with that. So let me ask two final questions for you. Yeah. First one is, well, how would you rate the overall season? The overall season? Out of what? Like, out of our standard 10. Out of a 10? Yeah. Oh, man, I don't know. Like, Probably give it, like, it, a 6. Like, it, it, I think more often than I'll not... I'll give it a 5. More it's often middle than, of the road. More often than not, I think it entertained me, but I wasn't... Little, but there was definitely things I went, fuck off, really? Like, like when they first showed Giorgio as the Emperor, I was like, fuck. Like, I get it from a storytelling perspective. Yeah, yeah, sense. yeah. But it, like, like from, you said, it shrinks the universe. shrinks the universe, and it felt predictable. Oh, yeah, no, no. And so that bugged me. Okay. Yeah, so it like, wasn't like... I wasn't like, oh, my God, I didn't no. see that coming. And I, and I feel like they wanted us to feel that way. 
the way that they positioned it was like a holy shit moment. Like like right, a Lakuta yeah. Sabor kind of moment, right? Yeah, exactly. But yeah. it didn't work for me. No, absolutely. So we, yeah. so I give it a six or a five and a half. I, I'll give it a five. You give it a five. So it, middle of the road. Middle of the road, yeah. So my next question is, do you think that the finale was better or worse than the premiere? Worse. Okay. Absolutely. I think the premiere actually at least did more of a job of setting things up. You know what I mean? Though it was... See, that's the funny thing. that The premiere should have been condensed... Yes. And the finale should have been extended. Yeah. Like, so they went the wrong direction on the, yeah. on either end. I'm surprised, given how obsessed the writers were with really hammering in the relationship between Burnham and Giorgio and that uh, parental kind of feeling. Yeah, at the beginning, yeah. Uh, I'm surprised that they didn't have any more direct callbacks in the finale to the premiere as a way of bringing it a full circle. Also, yeah. But they didn't really like. They wanted to go there, but they didn't really care about it. Yeah, like the, the like especially after the rel was given the bomb, it was very much let's l- tie up all these loose ends. Yeah. It really bugs me that she's still alive. The rel, no, Georgia. Oh yeah, I know for sure. It doesn't make sense. What narrative like, purpose does she even have to be alive? The only reason I feel like they left her alive is so that we can bring her back again. That's the only reason. Again, like, even her resolution with Burnham. I agree with you. I think she should have had to kill her. Like, that, well, that would have been so much in, more interesting. I didn't buy that Giorgio gave in. Well, that too. Yeah, she just walked away. Well, did she gave over the bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, what the true. fuck? Seriously? Like, yeah. this character is so dedicated to strength. Yeah. To, you know, like, I just didn't buy that weakness. Yeah. The, the, like, I, I could buy the fact that she wouldn't kill Burnham. Yeah, but but I, I don't think that she would give it over. I think she believed in might is right. And yeah. her might especially. No, for sure. Yeah, there was like, no reason for her to like, just... I didn't buy that she gave in. And then, again, that felt like a missed opportunity. Because I feel like you have her being like, fuck no, I'm not giving this over. They got to fight for it. Like, yeah. That would have felt more earned. And, again, the fact that Burnham would have had to kill her would have been so, yeah, so cool. It would have been a much more emotional way. Like, then you really come, like... You, you were responsible for both of them, their deaths. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. Like one totally you chose because you. you knew it was the right move. Yeah. And and, it, and not that it absolves her of the original one, but again, like, she would be able to know that my guilt was playing on me, but I was able to overcome it because I did the right thing. Yeah. Like, uh, that, that's just such a wasted opportunity. It was such a, how good the writing would have been if they'd done that. Yeah, no, That would have sure. felt more ballsy. Yeah, this no, felt, it would have. This felt more safe, but more boring. Well, yeah, it feels definitely like they played it safe in a lot of ways, and it like almost feels like a reboot. So we're going to see – you think we, it's because we're going to see her again? Do we see Giorgio again? I think so. I think she's going to come back. I, I honestly feel like – And I feel like that is not going to work for me. There's no like, need for it. Like how are you going to make it make sense? I agree like, with you. They like, should have ended her story right there and then. Yeah. A, I think that Do you think we see Ash again? Oh, for sure. But again, I feel like that story's over. Yeah, but it's all about callbacks. I don't want that. Like, this is the new type but of writing. They, this, this, they, this is the new thing. Like, even with Star Wars, it's like, look, an Adat. Look, yeah. an X-Wing. But, look, like, his, like, he at least felt like he got some sort of resolution. A bit, yeah. I, would say I feel like... He's a man who doesn't exist in either world, but he's going to try and fix one. The, the only thing that bugged me with him is I thought the PTSD aspect of him was more interesting, but then it turns out he's Vogue. Yeah. So it kind of like cheapened it in a way, you it know did, what I mean? It like did. it was like here's a serious topic that you could like. Address. But I felt like it was always like we always kind of knew from the minute that. Well, we knew he was going to be Volk, but like yeah. So then like they playing it off as PTSD. And, like, and, and again, what was Zorel's big plan? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. Like or, they, they literally they they knew that that character. The only thing they knew was that character was going to become. And how did they know that like Lorca was going to save him in order to keep him alive? 
Like, oh yeah, like he, how he was infiltrating yeah. Starfleet made no sense. Yeah, the only reason he was on board the Discovery was because Lorca felt that he was a good. Yeah, which also was such a like really like Lorca's going to trust this guy out of nowhere. Like so, it, yeah, there was a lot of loosey goosey. I'll wrap us up loosey goosey. We were both middle of the road on the season. Yeah, premiere. Even though we had faults with it, was still technically stronger than the finale. <laughs> yeah, the finale was a bit of a, a hodgepodge. Yeah. Um, it, the one thing I'll say is at least they didn't hit the reset button like and go back in time. No, that's true. Which I thought when they were like, oh, we're nine months ahead. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck, we're going to go nine months back. Um, often Star Trek likes to tell more than show. That is a problem with all the iterations of Star Trek. Like, they like to talk. No, for sure. There was yeah. a lot of, sh- of telling here. Yeah, I know. This was, and then, like I say, it was the telling of like, this is what we are, but we don't show that. So I have a question. They terraformed a planet. <laughs> Okay. Did they get all the spores into their into the? Well, they had to. Otherwise, how would they have spore jumped? Spore jumped well, out many, of. It seemed like there was an awful lot there that they could just keep coming back for more. Yeah, but no. But they had to have put enough on the discovery. Otherwise, they couldn't have spore jumped out. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. And here's a question: The spore jump, like it's magic, dude. Who cares? <laughs> like, why are you trying to think of it? I know. Just go wherever the fuck you want to go, when you want to go, well, how just, you want to go. We'll because go. like. Is there is there no displacement? Like they show up in the middle of a fucking planet, like nothing happens. It's okay. Like, it's a, okay, doesn't matter. It's magic drive. <laughs> it's it's ma- the fucking magic mushroom drive. It, 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 you know what? They were they were close enough because they called what the mycelial network or whatever. Yeah, it's the magic. Just mushroom call drive. it the midichlorian drive, okay? Like it's the magic mushroom drive. They're, they're fucking using the, the writers were like, fucking. Eating some mushrooms, and we're like, they're you using, know what is a great idea? Let's get have a mushroom drive. They're using force juice, like like they're they're tapping into the force. Yeah, no, it's again that's loose writing. You're creating this device that has no limits. Well, and I guess that's what. And then when it does have a limit, you just fucking write in and like, yeah. oh, we're just going to terraform a planet and in I seconds. Guess it does bother us more because Star Trek has always been based on on a logic. There's been an yeah, in, I mean, to a degree, like there's an internal logic. That, yeah, I mean, there's fucking technical manuals. Like there's shit that's been developed to try to yeah, like try to good luck trying to create a technical man, manual on the. Mycelium Why does network. the fucking saucer section on Discovery spin? Other than it looks yeah. cool, yeah, like which I don't think it does look cool, but yeah. that's the writing explanation in my opinion. Well, we've talked for an hour and fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, longer than the episode. Uh, we've probably talked more I mean, about, we are talking about a whole season. Sort that's of. true. Yeah. Yeah. We've probably talked more about the uh, how the plot could have been better than maybe they did in the in the room, um, <laughs> in the writers' room. Yeah. But all right. Well, I guess we'll you know we don't know when season two is going to happen. Yeah, I think it's um, not until next year, right? Yeah. So, so in a year, we'll we'll come back together. We'll do two episodes. Oh we'll we'll do one on the pilot and one on the finale. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. And uh, God help us, we'll do it every year uh, we have Discovery episodes. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll I see can, what I can sense your excitement. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, I honestly can't, can't, couldn't care less. Like, like, the Enterprise being there was just like, the only thing for me was it confirms it's not the universe. Right, so let me ask one I couldn't care less if they, should, they show more or less of this it. This is my final question before we sign off. What are you more excited about, Star Trek Discovery Season 2 or the Solo movie? Oh, God. Right? Because... They could both be dumpster fires. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, man. which one are you more interested in? The, you know what? They, they fall in the same vein. Like, I just don't care anymore. Loose writing. Yeah, Star Wars and Star Trek. Like current, I don't really care anymore. Like it, it you know, like I don't have an emotional attachment to it. As like, I, like I do the old stuff. I do appreciate that, and it bugs me. But like, you know, 
they are creating a new generation of fans. No, for sure. I mean, in both that Star sense, Wars like, and Star Trek, right? So, the only thing that good can that can come out of it is hopefully people go see and appreciate the old stuff that was good. Yeah. And I know when the new movies came out, there was a lot of people that were like, "Oh, I like that. Maybe I'll go see." And and hopefully, I mean, Bond's kind of like that. Like, not all the new Bond movies are good. Spectre was not great. Well, no, but yeah, people, you know, you have someone new coming to Bond all the time. Like we came to Bond around the same time, didn't we? Like Pierce yeah, Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan, yeah. You know, like, and I feel like I sometimes saw some of the older ones on TV growing up. But really, it was my dad taking me to Goldeneye that was like my first real. Yeah, Bond experience. no, for sure, it gets people to go back. Then okay, yeah. maybe it's a good thing. But I just wish it was more solid. That's all. Like just solid writing, good good characters. You know, yeah. like well, it's interesting because they're. If if there was ever a fault of some of the original uh, TNG episodes is that you had really interesting plots, not always the most character development because they didn't really go a lot deep in some of the characters. Often, no, yeah. Whereas it was a, here, you they had, were more archetypal characters. You went much more in, into developing the foibles of Burnham, both good and bad. But the plot was all over the place. Like yeah. the characterization, even Saru had a lot more development on his person, and like his uh, feeling of betrayal from um, finding out that there was Kelpians in the other universe, which is kind of cool. Yeah, like, no, for sure. Yeah. They were just like uh, slaves and uh, yeah, and, and food, and and obviously there's a reason why Burnham didn't want to tell him, but like that was kind of compelling too. Like how he would, would take that. Like even it was a brief moment, but it was a good moment. Yeah, like, no, it's like a, like the characterization. And I like the guy that's acting, like the the guy that plays he's Saru. He's, he's dealing with yeah. Like, for all that makeup that he's wearing. And the makeup is actually really expressive and good. Yeah. Like, the, it's interesting. The characterization is much more solid here than we've seen in a lot of Star Trek series. But the plot is just all over the place and loose. Yeah, the thing is, too, I know, like, it's hard to develop all these characters all, you know, at the same time. But I don't know. Yeah, there's just, it, like, it feels, like, really all over the place mm-hmm. and sort of, yeah. And even having, like, I mean, I guess it's not, it's not because Sulu was first, but having another same-sex relationship... I like that it never felt forced at all. No, just, yeah, that was one another aspect of this like series that felt good. Like it, yeah, like it, and that's the thing is it's um, like you had diversity, but it did not feel shoehorned in. It felt like yeah, no, for sure, yeah, like the, yeah. and their relationship felt genuine. Yeah, like there exactly, was an yeah. actual affection. They played it so well together. No, yeah, for sure, and then I think that's why a relationship of that type should be left for the series because, like, you know, in the in the movie beyond. Like it's just the it's a symbol more than yeah than any sort of because like, you don't there's no way to develop it you don't and have didn't, the time and didn't Takei not even like it well Takei said you know like it, it doesn't make sense the only reason they're making that character gay is because I'm gay yeah the character wasn't gay though yeah in his opinion Roddenberry didn't write it that way no. so that's why he thought it was kind of stupid because he thought it could have been anyone could have been gay well yeah exactly like you could have had any character like. And again, it's true. There was no need for it to be Sulu, no. and the only reason they were doing it is because Takei is gay. Yeah, yeah. So this it's this, interesting because yeah, it's the type of thing in the writers' room. They're probably like, "Oh, he'd appreciate this, right?" You know. And then, I thought it was interesting that he actually said that, and it kind of makes sense. Yeah, and Takei's like, "Well, that's not the way George had it, so why would you change?" Well, yeah, that, that's or not Jean, how Roddenberry so, wrote, Jean, wrote so, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, for sure. And I, I, I appreciate him actually saying that, in, in the sense that like. You know, it's like, no one else could say that but him. Yeah, like, and the fact that like it makes sense actually, like it's it's kind of it does make sense. Like, mm-hmm. why why just shoehorn a character that there's, there was never an explanation for that. There was never yeah. any hint of that. No. Like at least with the Uhura Spock thing, there was a hint of that yes. in the original. True. And they took that idea and sort of expanded on it, which I thought was okay because again, mm-hmm. Sarah. A lot of people didn't like that though, but you know, Sarek has a. Yeah. Full human wife. It happens. He's half human, half Vulcan, and yeah. he can't have a. That's fine with it. Yeah, no, I know, but a lot of people were like, 
Well, it doesn't make sense for Spock. You know, if you're going to use these characters, do something interesting with them. Well, that's the thing is, if you're going to use the same characters, yeah, show us something a bit different. Especially if you're creating a new timeline for them, like everything yeah. can be a little different now. Yeah, and then again, like, in- until they decide to make it exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which yeah, like fuck you go you, you build this whole new timeline in the first movie. What do you do the second one? You make it a fucking remake and a yeah. shitty remake at that. But anyway, that was, we, well, we've we've been there. We've most remakers that. are lesser, unfortunately. Yeah, but. All right. Well, I guess that's uh, that's yeah, it. We'll see where it goes. With it, uh, but you know, as Burnham said, it's all about seeking out new worlds and new civilizations. Well, maybe we'll finally get to see that. <laughs> yeah, it's well, not about genocide. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's about genocide. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, well, thank you for joining us for this spotlight episode. You can email us at comicshandigans at gmail dot com. Like us on Facebook. Rate and review us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Our next um, non-reviews episode, episode 552, will be focusing on the Black Panther movie, and uh, which is coming out this week on the 16th of February. And uh, it looks pretty good. It's getting some good buzz, so I'm really excited to watch that in a couple of days. So thanks for joining us. Tibor, thank you for joining us for yeah, another no Star problem. Trek episode, and we'll catch everyone next time. Bye-bye.